everyone. Welcome to There Are Four Hosts. As always, there are four hosts. I'm Sabrina. You can find me at Voidcat Gaming at Instagram, Twitter, and Twitch. And I'm Michael. You can find me at Blue Beetle Games on the Twitters. Hey everyone, this is Jonathan. You can find me everywhere on social media at Just Average J. Hi, this is Keith Justice. You can find me on the Twitters at Keith Hayward, and you can find me on the Twitches at Keith Justice, and where I'm yeah. playing uh, Earth Defense Force, a game that no one cares about, and it's fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you care about it. That's enough for us. It's exactly. so good. Exactly. It, it's it's exactly. just, just a perfectly simple, dumb game, and like we may now like have a a weekly. Uh, plan to play it out and like farm nice. weapons we're just having a, cool. so much fun with it yeah that's awesome oh tell me a little more about it keith um it's uh it's about like uh it, the, the simple thing is you you pick uh one of like three dudes and dudette the dudette has a jet pack uh the regular dude has a gun and then there's another dude has big guns and you <laughs> run around a destructible city fighting giant uh insects so far and then we've gotten to a place where the ufos come in so it's like a like, nice send up to you like 1950s schlock sci-fi but mm-hmm. also um what ultraman is uh when you don't have ultraman in it like you strike teams oh, of uh, sci-fi fighters that roll out into cities and fight giant threats and it's just so much fun and hilarious so yeah can't get enough of it. well while we're talking about video games keith um thank you jay michael have you guys been playing anything new uh, actually, I was just going to say, I found this game, which I didn't realize, I, I couldn't believe I didn't know existed before, but it was free, I think through Ubisoft or one of the stores. It's like Death okay. Coming. Have you guys, pl- I'm sure you played that or heard of it? Never heard of it. Death Coming? I've heard of Death Stranding, but not Death oh. Coming. Death yeah, Coming is like, uh, you die and then the Grim Reaper recruits you to help him collect souls. And so oh, you... Kind of... Okay, there's a TV show like that. Okay, That's yeah, fun. so you, 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 like, you like push an AC unit out the window to kill somebody to get the soul. <laughs> it sounds really demented, but that goes to my weird sense of humor, so... So it's like a nice. puzzle game? Yeah, murder? yeah. Yeah, you have to figure That's... out how to, how to kill people. <laughs> That's kind of cute. Nice. Yeah, it's yeah. cartoony. Yeah, it's all nice. cartoony, yeah. It's pretty cool. fun. Okay. That's okay. Free? Uh, it was free a couple days ago. I think it's a few bucks now. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Like. Yeah. yeah. Jay, uh, you been playing anything? <laughs> yes. I've been playing a bunch of Roblox with my kiddo, cool, and nice. um, and Sonic, Sonic Forces. He's he's oh, in a big Sonic phase right now. We actually watched the Sonic, the new Sonic movie last night for movie night. Yeah, how was it? It's actually I like it, especially with the redesign of Sonic. <laughs> I thought it was good. Um, it, I liked it. Did it. Not, yeah, yeah. It, like uh, the way people were talking about, it, they're like saying they made it seem like some game changer had happened, and like I was like, oh my god, am I getting blown away by a Sonic movie? And instead, oh. it was good, and like thumbs up. But like, yeah. I, it, it just didn't floor me. Like, yeah, everyone was saying it would do. It, I mean, it no. was a fun. It was a fun movie. That's yeah. all you need out of a yeah. Sonic movie. Exactly. Right? It was a cute movie. It was cute. Yeah. Me and my kiddo like together loved it. It was. Nice. We saw cool. it in the theater, and he loved it. So we were like, you know what? Let's buy it and let's watch it tonight. Nice. So what is? Yeah. What are Sonic games like now? I mean, like when I played Sonic, they mm-hmm. were you know flat platformers. But, yeah. Uh, when I stopped, they were trying to like put in 3D stuff. How's it? I, so it? Sonic Forces is kind of fun because it's a mixture of 2D and 3D. So like you have this 3D world that you're work- working in or that you're in, but every now and then a level is an old school Sonic level, which is like the 2D you know run left to right. Oh, nice. it, it's super cute actually. 
I've heard that like um, Sonic has gone through just a wild story where like in first in the nineties it hits and he was like making Super Mario look bad, but then like as production kept on going, they tried to innovate and it gets shitty, and then like it got worse, and then they turn him into a werewolf, and they just start throwing all these weird things, what? Into it. and then like following the path of the Sonic fandom is just a blast because it gets so weird because there's like the weird <laughs> instance where he was like making out with a human princess and you're like what's what are you guys what? doing and then what happened late at by like the end of it of the sonic saga lately is that fans have been stepping up and they've like been helping create the new video games which are now oh, being nice. called like some of the best ever made in the sonic nice. world and then like cool. uh the sonic uh like, fan artists have become like the comic book artists and help redesign nice, the movie nice. Sonic. So yeah, the the, the fans awesome. have risen up to resurrect Sonic, going through like this weird, odd, crazy, shitty period. We are nice. like in an interesting period where a lot of the people who were fans of things as kids are now the ones writing and running them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. The best. Well, I just right. checked on Steam. Uh, Death coming is seven bucks, and it's definitely nice. worth it. So. All right. Good enough. We're going to get you. the uh, GTA um, Five for free. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I already did. <laughs> I've been playing Animal Crossing nearly nonstop for no particular reason, other than it allows me to send all of my friends gifts, and I find that really satisfying. Cool. And yeah, her island friend code later. Yeah, her island is insane. It's absolutely insane. It's beautiful. Aw, thanks. I'm <laughs> yeah. actually gonna like redo it soon. Because... <laughs> Ugh, just flowers. I'm trying to grow flowers. They don't grow very fast unless you have other people water them and people don't visit me very often, so they're they're just growing slow. It's okay. Don't you get some something if five people water them? There's something that you get. I keep seeing um, everyone saying, "I need a I need a fifth. I need a fifth person." I thought Oh, I th- um at five people, the sparkles become big sparkles and they they like bloom 80% of the time instead of like 4% of the time. Oh. Wait a minute, there are sparkles? Uh, <laughs> if you flower your waters they have little sparkles and if five people flower your waters they get big sparkles and they grow Very, a lot you know Very honestly cool. i was thinking about talking to uh, style pixie about uh, inviting michael over to our little hidden uh discord oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. so oh, i'll take care of that <laughs> Shh, it's a secret uh-huh <laughs> sorry <laughs> um, uh, for our audience, you may be finding this week that you're lethargic and you're having trouble concentrating, and uh, it's it's significantly difficult to do the stuff that you normally did before. And I want to say to you, <laughs> don't worry, we are feeling exactly the same way. <laughs> yeah. In fact, uh, right before we started recording, all of us had a conversation about how like we've been having trouble getting out of bed this week, and everything's just been extra difficult. So we're with you. Yeah, yep. yeah, it's hitting all of us. Uh, you're not alone, yes. but uh, hey, it's fun to you know geek out. And Peter North actually returned my friend request on Facebook. I wonder if that's oh, Peter sweet. North. Cool. Wait, well, wait, the you'll adult. Find out, I guess. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? I, I uh, he's like a friend of a friend, maybe. And like, I can't tell if it's a real profile or not. But I was like, is, is that really him? Like, I wonder <laughs> what he does like when he's on his like normal days. So I, I click it up, and isn't he like eighty now? Ah, uh, whatever. <laughs> he looks in he's shape. still got it. Come on. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. Okay. <laughs> this is. I mean, this right. isn't a kids show, but we can't talk about that stuff on here. <laughs> right? No. <laughs> I, I was like, draw the line there. I love that everyone's like, I know that name. <laughs> Curiosity got me. I actually like, just looked it up. So is is it? All right. Real? Anyway, I guess I'm the instant one. Whatever, it's fine. Yeah, it's not adult actor. No, An I adult just watched. Actor. 
I just watch different kinds of adult porn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is I, not a conversation we should I be having on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, red alert cancel. Can you can you can you tell we're having uh, can you tell we're having an off week, everyone? Because I mean I've had an off three oh, weeks. God. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, we were gone three weeks. We skipped last week because it was Mother's Day, something that most of us forgot about. Whoops. I did call my mom. No problem. Um uh, so we're back after three weeks. We're probably going to stick to the every other week schedule until a new mm-hmm. show starts. And then mm-hmm. we'll go back to once a week when they come out once a week. Mm-hmm. But please don't leave us behind. We still love you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, this week we're going to talk about the motion picture. <laughs> uh, yes. I want to say something about the motion picture first. Uh, I thought it was really funny. Uh, when I was a teenager, I was in the Firefly fandom, because who wasn't? And uh, somebody said, oh, our fandom is the best. We're the first fandom to ever get a movie made of us. After we got canceled, and I was like, uh, I'm gonna have to stop you there. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> the motion picture. Um, before we actually start about the movie, I want to talk about, like, the motion picture mm-hmm. in your life. Ooh, boy. Um, not about the movie itself. Let me give you an example. I'll go first. <laughs> when I was very young, I saw the motion picture, no doubt. My my dad being a big trophy now. Mm-hmm. Um, around when I was 18 or 19, somebody was talking about the motion picture, and I was like, I did not see it. I've never seen it in my life. I swear I have not. And we started watching it, and as I got further and further into the movie, I was like, hold on, hold on, this is familiar. This is, I think I've seen this before, after all. I must have been wrong. And then I got to the scene at the end. You know the scene. The scene with Decker and, uh, Viger. You know the mm-hmm. scene. Space chasm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got to that scene at the end, and I was like, oh my god, I have seen this. I erased it from my brain. Why? <laughs> Why? I know, this one is not liked by people, but so, me. I love it so much. That's, that's um, kind of my relationship with the motion picture. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I had erased it repeatedly from my brain, because the ending was just like so bizarre to me. But uh, re-watching it, I actually really... I feel like it has that kind of... It, it didn't do in itself any favors because it spent so much, of it, so much of its money and time being like, look at the cool special effects we could now do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it spent too much time on the special effects, and uh, that may, that's why people are kind of bored by it. But mm-hmm. watching it kind of like the way that you would watch 2001 A Space Odyssey, I really mm-hmm. enjoyed it this time around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I actually watched it, my kiddo, <clears throat> along with, uh, you know, Roblox and Sonic and stuff. He's actually been with this whole shelter in place thing he's been watching a lot of star trek and it's cute because you know i'll come downstairs and he'll have like first contact on and i'm like yes dad win dad win you know (laughs) um but we've been going through all the old movies because he's like i want to learn about the first enterprise and i want to learn about the nx01 and i want to learn about you know so we've watched enterprise we've watched uh you know the original series he loves trouble with tribbles he has a tribble now that he How put awesome a, does that make you feel as a geek dad? Right? Oh, I'm so happy. And it's yeah. funny because he put a like a Mario hat, like Mario and Luigi. He put a Mario hat on it, so it's like a, <laughs> it's like a Mario Tribble. It's it's pretty hilarious actually. But uh, we wa- you know we've watched like the old movies and and uh, the motion picture and stuff, and he's really wanting to get into like the history. Like he's really curious about it, and it just makes my heart explode. <laughs> How old is he? Seven. Cool. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, so he's that asking. Makes me want to have yeah. kids. Nice. Yeah, and it's funny because he talks about it. You like got to get him a... started early, you know. 
Yeah, yeah. And well, and he talks about it like it's a like it's a real thing. Like, you know, when was the first Enterprise built? And like, oh, what? So, what was yeah. the very first starship that was ever made? You know, and, and I'm like, well, you know, it's it's fiction. And he goes, I'm gonna build an Enterprise when I grow up. And I'm like, oh my god, kid, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> uh, I mean, he might build the very first one. Mm-hmm. Maybe he'll become a. It works for me. I'll take it. all right jay what's your relationship with this movie you know my relationship with this movie and it's funny because same as you when i was younger i watched it but i didn't remember it that well um so as an adult i watched it again obviously and um the whole time and it's it's not no one's gonna find this really that surprising (laughs) but uh at the end of it every time i watch it i'm like you know are they is that where the Borg came from? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and I know that there's like that, you know, there's like fan theories and stuff and all, and I've, and the, like it's a rabbit hole, you know, like the yeah. origin of the Borg is a rabbit hole that you'll never get out of. Um, but every time I watch it, I just, at the end, I'm like, you know, <sighs> Borg, Reger, <laughs> <Whoopsie. sighs> <laughs> so it's, it's just, and every time, cause you know, I, I love my Borg. It's in a video game. What? Too. You, Borg? No. no. Never. I wouldn't... <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't know. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> I need I need my Star Trek to be bigger. So, yeah. for me, um, they're definitely not Borg connections. I just want yeah, to, like, I don't want it to be Borg same. I want, like, there to be vast things that just we don't know. It's just so freaking far out that we've never... Like, we may never ever see it again. And, yeah. like, I just like that. But uh, I do... Like when I first saw heard about like uh, some video game saying that um, there was a board connection, I was like, "Oh, that's kind of cool." I mean, I was yeah. cool in a fan fiction kind of way, which to me is not looking down on something. Fan fiction's awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah, just for me, I need to have my universe being huge. Yeah, yeah. Um, the fact that Q had to shoot them way out there to meet the Borg uh, mm-hmm. to me, uh, like I just I don't want the Borg to be related to humans before then. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I agree. With I get that. it. I get it. I get it. Well, it's the curiosity. It's the curiosity yeah, of yeah. like, like, because it's the unknown. From? Like, you don't know where they come from. Like, I think really? It'd be fun if we had a if we had a series that went like where no series has gone before, even <laughs> further, even further into the reaches, and then like they might find out like a destroyed civilization that they mm-hmm. eventually realize is uh, the the originator of the Borg, but, like, the Borg themselves didn't live on that planet. So, like, yeah. maybe they created an AI or something. But whatever, yeah. I just don't want humans to be involved, because, um, yeah. yeah, like Keith said, I like my universes to be huge, and um, mm-hmm. Star Trek... It, Star Trek is interesting, because it simultaneously does, like, the universe is bigger than we are, and somehow the humans are at the center of everything. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. Sometimes. <laughs> All the time. That's somehow um, the... That one race peppered the galaxy with its DNA across. Yeah. And that's why we're all humanoid. Nope, nope, exactly. nope, nope, nope. Pals, pals, pals. This is what a, specifically what a stated in a TOS episode. I believe it's Who Mourns, with a, uh, Who Mourns for Adonais. Where he, he said uh, there's like a godlike figure who says that they went around and they spread their seed to a bunch of different planets. And that's why a bunch of them look the same. And then Kirk goes, no, 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 no. I'm going to stop you there. We actually have evidence of our evolution on planet Earth, so we know that we came from Earth and evolved naturally. And then Spock goes, yes, but actually this may explain something about the Vulcan history. Mm. Hmm. So humans are not one of those races. 
but the Vulcans are. Well, here's the thing, though, is that 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 was also done, I believe, in was it TNG? Yes, or, yeah, TNG. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, because the, they they did uh, they had to find these clues. They that found, basically like, around the galaxy yeah, exactly the that were on a certain planet exactly and then once put together there was that hologram that were like hey you all come from us and you like know? it was like a being that kind of looked like looks, humans Vulcan looked like a founder and, like, or something yeah, yeah. exactly they, they, yeah. they had like all of our features that you know the ancients yeah exactly so they've they've you know I, which is funny because I found a lot of similarities between episodes of the original series and TNG mm. obviously like they would reuse certain that- things. Obviously. I find that a little distressing because I actually quite liked how that was like, hey, P.S., y'all, evolution is real. Stop it. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, this, this, yeah. it, it's still, evolution is still real. It's just like, uh, they were the first to evolve and they were alone right, in the right, galaxy. Right, but I mean, like, you know, And then they wanted more people to evolve, so they helped out. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I like that connection because hmm. then it explains why there's so many humanoids or straight up humans in other places. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think it was a way for Star Trek to, because I mean, they're like, you know, for a long, the longest time, like, why does everyone look human? I mean, even the Klingons yes. in the original series didn't have ridges, you know? So they, um, you know, just they're trying to explain away, like, why humanoids are everywhere and they look similar, which I get it. But at the same time, whatever, who cares? <laughs> can, yeah. can I talk about my history with the motion picture? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Sorry. Yet? Yeah. No problem. Um, For me, uh. So I was there, Gandalf, three thousand years ago. Um, <laughs> like, when, like I, I got to Earth in seventy-seven when Star Wars hit. So, like, um, that was just my baseline of what movies were. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I just bathed in all these like Star Wars ripoffs that were just popping off and like uh, coming about. And then there's like the boring sci-fi that I love, like uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. So what this hit, you call that boring got, was, sci-fi? Huh? To me, good, uh, there's a good boring sci-fi. Okay, okay, um, okay. Versus, like... It, like, it's not pow. adventurous sci-fi. Say again? It's not adventurous sci-fi. Right, not whiz-bang, pow! Gotcha. It's, you know, somber. Flash Gordon. sitting back. It's 2001, and we're taking our science fiction seriously. So, what I found, like, uh, doing some history about this, that this was, like, born from... Uh, they're like, whoa, we want Star Wars money? And wait, you can make money off of boring sci-fi, like uh, Close <laughs> Encounters? We want to do that. So that's why it's very Close Encounters flashy. And, like, for me as a kid, I just, like, bathed in, like, the glow of this kind of stuff where I just, like, loved it. I wasn't bored by, like, the long stretches of, like, nothing happening. And, like, it still hits it with me every time. Um, I do really like the V'ger reveal. Yeah. Uh, like, I as a kid, like, I remember, like, replaying, like, that scene where, like, the the, the little shuttle docks with the Enterprise for the first time with my yeah. toys. Yeah. Oh, oh and, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Um, that's the, a, that's even like one of my wallpapers too. So I I've, I've loved this movie since the beginning, and like only recently have I found out that people say this is like a bad one. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, that's fine. Like they can be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I love this movie. Good. Um, Michael. Yeah. What's what's your? Uh, well, I saw it like probably 20 years ago, and I don't so I don't remember it exactly when I saw it, but. I always remember growing up that it was the like the boring Star Trek movie and oh. the one that nobody liked. Um, mm-hmm. But I saw it a couple. I watched it a couple days ago, and I, I have to say I'm kind of like completely turned around because um, mm-hmm. I mean, like the movie was beautiful. There's a lot of Enterprise porn in there, mm-hmm. um, which uh, I made me yeah. think of Keith. Oh, yeah. Just whole moments God, of like, look, 
at this thing that we made for you. Oh, yep. yeah, exactly. The um, look on his face is love. He's in love with that yeah. ship. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I think just just being older, I was able to appreciate the slowness of the movie. I didn't need all the, you know, whiz-bang mm-hmm. gunshots and everything, or laser beams or whatever. So, mm-hmm. um, no, I'm completely on, on Camp Keith now with this one, so it was mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like, it gave me the feeling of a really long episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that, I'm, I'm okay with it. Well, it was adapted from an episode, yeah. Yeah, it yeah, allows you just right, to right. just to get to be there, just like you get mm-hmm. to sit calm in in there, and like things aren't blowing up every freaking second. They're not running and yeah. oh my god, but like yeah, yeah, just it's like like it's like warm bath water to me. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. yeah, no, it's a, it's a it's great. I I mean agree. anyway. I enjoy it very much. Now that I'm older, I I think I appreciate it more than I did when I was younger. Oh, it, it is also a fun uh, a fun movie to like kind of make fun of but i mean <laughs> we make fun of everything we like so mm-hmm. that's yeah. certainly not a downside Rest all right well let's I talk say. about the movie itself then <laughs> well so one thing i gotta throw out and i think it's it's yeah. one of those things i've always uh been curious about or or it, you know how in hollywood you see the same actors and actresses and different things from casting mm-hmm. and they're being known and stuff like that. And I, I love that. And this, this is two Trek movies, but I love that the parents from seventh heaven are both in star Trek movies. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Decker. I'm Holy just shit, like, I know that was yeah. him. Yeah. I'm just like, dude, like that's epic. Like that's so cool. Cause like, I love both those, that actor and actress. And I'm just like, man, that's, oh, wow. Yeah. That's so, that's so, so cool. <laughs> I am noticing this right now. What? So yeah. did I, yeah, Decker, like, for me, like, when it comes to this kind of stuff, if you go that far back in time for these kind of movies, like, those characters are those characters, so I barely tell, yeah. can tell that that guy's an actor in other things. And, yeah. Mm. Yeah. To me, he's, he's just Decker, but, oh, <laughs> shit, he was in Seven Heaven. Yeah. And, like, the mom. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Good eye. Isn't that cool? I just, and, and they're both awesome, so I'm just like, man, yeah. that's such a cool tie-in. <laughs> and they both interact specifically with Kirk, too. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, some of the fun history of this is that this Enterprise and all, I think even Decker and like, uh, Ilea, they were all like pieces of the next TV series they're going to make called mm-hmm. Star Trek Phase 2. Yeah. yeah. And I kind of really would have loved to see that. Um, yeah. yeah. Like a Star Trek in the 80s with Battlestar Galactica special effects. Yeah. yeah. I and no, it would have been, I know. I, I read about that and was like, man, I wish that would have happened. There's an alternate universe somewhere out there where it exists. Yeah. 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 And then there's, like, there's a little bit of a kind of like a meta thing happening where, mm-hmm. you know, uh, they decide not to do that. They go with the movie franchise and bring back Kirk. So Kirk is coming onto the ship, taking the TV show away from Decker. So it's mm-hmm. kind of cool to see that happen. <laughs> yeah, that funny. is always an interesting moment. Um, in rewatching the movie, I found myself paying less attention to the plot and more attention to the character interactions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And there are some beautiful moments. Oh, yeah. From a lot of people. And that lady who plays the Delton, I don't know her name. Um, wow. Like, she goes <laughs> from from being, like, V'ger to being touched by something that Decker is doing to being, like, moved by him. And then mm-hmm. immediately, like, retreats back again without doing much more than just, like, her eyes and, like, yeah, wow. She does a great job. Just, oh, yeah. I'm really impressed. Um, as a kid, I had a long time thing where I would just get angry if you kill a character. And uh, for her, I've always kind of been kind of bitter because um, they introduce her and then they freaking vaporize her yeah. right away. And like no one's crying or anything. And then also like 
Uh, sorry, like, there's gonna be a lot of kid um, memories on this one because, like, <laughs> right. while watching it, it was like the lib, like the the movie version of like you know your little child and like <clears throat> the bee or wasp comes around you and your mm-hmm. parent says, "Stay still, it won't hurt you," and you're like, "Oh my fucking god!" And then like that probe comes in and they're like, "Don't worry, it, won't, and it freaking kills her." Like the parents were wrong, they were wrong, and and she should have ran and. Then they bring her back, and it's not actually her. So yeah, it, it has always bothered me that, mm-hmm. like, they kill her right away, mm-hmm. and then they bring back a replica, kind of almost rubbed in your face. And Decker, like, that's not her. It's yeah, yeah. yeah. Decker's response is a little weird. He's just like, "Well, I'm still in love with you," and it's like, "Wait, but that's not her at all." Wait, what? Yeah. Hey. yeah. So you just love Cause... the way she looks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, she looks the same. So it's same. And also, they kind of try to make it seem like you know. Maybe it's her, and then like no, because she straight up said that unit uh, no longer functions. And yeah. like mm-hmm. anyway, so yeah. yeah, I could get all rambly about it, but yeah, I, yeah, I love that I, actress. I, I though. Wait, the, hold on, hold on, yeah. hold on. Where the heck do you think you are right now? <laughs> <laughs> okay, why but, are you yeah, not go down the rabbit hole? This is a safe space. As, as, as an older man now, I, I appreciate the arc of it. I guess, <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah. not of the treatment of the character. Yeah. That's yeah, fair. Yeah, yeah. Why why bring in a new character and just pop them at the beginning of the movie anyway but it makes sense it, it does create like drama and back and forth and weirdness mm-hmm. and good sci-fi but yeah she seemed, she seemed like she could have been a cool actual character of her own yeah so, yeah there. definitely yeah yep. well the actress still got plenty to do so i'm not that upset about it personally but i see cool. where you're coming from yeah. definitely yeah i do love that actress yeah. and her portrayal like it was she was so good it was amazing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, also, her name confused me and my family on what Princess Leia's name was, because like <laughs> the sci-fi vet kind of all mushed it together, <laughs> and the references kind of mushed together. So, for a little while, me and my family called Princess Leia Princess Hylia. <laughs> well, that's funny. It, yeah, that's <laughs> Princess Hylia. I like that. Ilia. Anyway, yeah. So that's always a fun memory to <laughs> tangle with. Uh, I was also impressed by like the there was some really beautiful lighting. In that movie. Oh yeah. There's there's a bit where like there's a blue light that's the same blue as Decker's eye on the left side of his face. So like the whole left side of his body is that blue, and then on the right side it's like a white light, except for his blue eye that's the same color. Nice shot. I Uh, was in love with the lighting in the spaceship porn, like (laughs) just drooling, and like uh, one of our roommates rolled by and he was like, "Oh, I'm sure that was good for the time." I was like, "No." It's good. It stands. It's good I think, for now. How dare yeah, you? It, it stands the test of time, and like, yeah. like special effects like that mean more to me because it takes like literally like magician work to make it happen versus to... just twit a computer and make it look like this, mm-hmm. which I think is disrespectful probably to the hard work <laughs> that people do in CGI, and I just don't understand how it works. Um, like my buddy, he does mm-hmm. like special effects for like the big movies and shit. And he's trying to explain to me why the new graphics for the PS5 are amazing. And he's just using all these sentences that don't mean anything to me. <laughs> so, yeah, I just want to make sure, like, I do understand that I'm not blown away by CGI because I don't know, really, like, all that goes into it. Mm-hmm. Versus, like, you do, I do get to see, like, all the, the magic wizard work that takes uh, special effects in the 80s to make it happen. So, mm-hmm. anyway. No, I respect it. It is difficult to have a reasonable opinion of something when you don't know how it 
was made, but um jade michael you may have noticed that today i'm incapable of like really running things so if you have something to say please just do <laughs> will do oh i was just gonna say I, when i was watching it, like i told you before i was just blown away by the visuals because i'd forgotten most of that mm-hmm. um and i was like when did this movie come out it was like mm-hmm. i mean i was like you're saying it still holds up today absolutely um, it was just mm-hmm. like the shots of the enterprise were just gorgeous um yeah, yeah so it's definitely definitely one i'm gonna put on my rotation to watch again for sure Oh, yeah, let's talk about that Enterprise model for a sec. Jeez. <laughs> oh, my Beautiful. God. Yeah. Beautiful. One of the greatest starships ever freaking made. <laughs> yeah, we don't um, we don't make physical models anymore. That's the mm-hmm. thing. It's all yeah. CGI. Yeah. And it's all copy and pasted CGI. Right, Keith? Sometimes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yes. Like, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, I, I want my Titan. It. I want my Titan. The card just didn't want to spend the money on that particular thing. Uh-huh. It, it makes sense, yeah. but it's still disappointing. It's still disappointing. I, I get it. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That that Enterprise to me is the default Enterprise. Uh, mm-hmm. And what sucks mm-hmm. is that um, I don't think it gets used much before it gets blown out of the sky. <laughs> it, does, um, it does not. No. No. Yeah, because yeah. like, like I said, like I love that ship so much, and like I really wish I'd gotten to see that ship for a full TV series. Mm-hmm. And to me, the TOS. Enterprise is not the default. It's so... It's this one, yeah. Yeah, it's so rugged looking, which I, I look forward to getting into that show someday, but yeah, this ship is just the ship. Um, also, when it comes to special effects, uh, more childhood memories and up to now, I barely can see good special effects or notice them when they happen. Like, when it comes to all my fiction... My brain has the dial of turning up or down depending on how good or bad the uh, special effects are. So I don't mind if it's bad special effects. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I'll just use my imagination. So when it comes to like this versus Star Trek V, I can barely tell the difference in like good special effects, but I know that it's vast. Like mm-hmm. they had the Masters in the first one and they had the D team on number five. So Interesting. that's my feelings on special effects. I usually notice them, but I mean, um, I know it's it's hard for you to watch TOS because you find it janky. It, it's really mm-hmm. easy for me to just be like, ah, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Some, some, some. I do I'm like them. I'm looking forward to bringing my imagination to that show. There's so. kind of a It'll weirdness happen. with uh, the motion picture that I think is kind of like similar to Avatar, um, where Avatar was really popular in... Um, Avatar was really popular. The blue one. I'm not talking about Avatar gotcha. The Last Airbender. Um, <laughs> James Cameron's Avatar. Yeah. It was very popular when it was in uh, the, the cinema because it had like these amazing new 3D special effects and that were super beautiful. And then uh, afterwards, people were like, um, I noticed now that I was watching on a small screen that it doesn't actually have as much plot as I thought it did. <laughs> and uh, once it left the theaters, it kind of lost interest. Um, motion picture had a similar thing specifically with it spending a lot of time on the special effects that I could show you on a big screen. I think, I feel like the motion picture did do so well because they were like, look at these beautiful things. And then Trekkies who were trained to be like, hold on, I think about things that I do were like, ah, I had hoped for more. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. but watching it now, like it feels, it makes me feel nice. Yeah. yeah I'm actually I'm watching the time. scene again right now. It's amazing. It's a great movie. But Absolutely. How are you? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, I'm not. I'm fo- to- totally focused on the podcast. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. This Would is, you like to tell dude, me? I love that he created this podcast, and he's like, wait, wait, no, I'm focused. I'm I'm, I'm listening. <laughs> I'm totally paying attention. I'm not just re-watching the movie again. 
I'm just just that, immersion. Just that scene. Like, just that one yourself. scene. I needed some more <laughs> Enterprise porn. Sorry. Oh, no, I, I get it. I get it. Um, the the I actually in Star Trek 2009. There's a shot where um, James T. Kirk is in the shuttle with Bones, and he leans over him and sees the Enterprise for the first time, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that reminds me of the scene in the motion picture when it happens. So that's why, that's one of the reasons I was like really fond of that scene. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm like, Oh, it's like the motion picture. <laughs> but similarly to uh, Mr. Pine, uh, Mr. Shatner, even though like, it's so funny. It's so easy to make fun of Shatner's acting, but like <laughs> that is what such are you a nice talking moment. About? <laughs> um, I, I say yeah, for the is. most part in this movie, he's a freaking great actor. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't, like, the only times I saw him fall into the meme Kirk was when he'd say the word Spock. <laughs> Spock. Spock! 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 It was really cute and funny when, like, he'd say it and I'd giggle. He's like, oh. it's like the meme. But otherwise, like, he knows when to tone it down. Yeah. He knows when to be serious. And, yeah, he's, he's a good leading man. And, I yeah, I, I like I said, once again, have more fun with him in the movies so far than finding out the legend that he was in the TV series. Mm-hmm. No. Shatner's um, amazing. How do you, like how do you see him, uh, Sabrina? Since like you're like the big fan of the TOS, like is there that much of a difference between the show and the movie? Mm, I mean, not really. A bit. I mean, because Kirk doesn't do he doesn't do as much like I'm big captain um, in this movie, but like in the way that he kind of takes over from Decker because he's like I just need and the, the, his response when Spock walks onto the ship and like his relationship with Bones, those are all like the things that are most important to me in TOS, and they're definitely in the motion picture. So it really feels like an extension of the same thing to me. It's all like about the relationships when Spock shows up and he like responds emotionally to everybody because he's just like gone through colonar and they're all like wait what the fuck is happening like looking at each other Mm -hmm. that is such a great moment (laughs) to me because it means that like everybody there knew each other really and they're all like so excited that spock is back and when he has a weird response literally the whole crew is like looking at each other like the fuck that's spock oh i I thought i thought they uh took it so for me uh, oh i'm sorry enough history like uh, is was it normal for like what i saw was this was like Spock doesn't do emotions, and like they all understand that, and like they're doing their thing and just showering them with love. But Spock is doing his, you know, Vulcan thing. Going, mm-hmm. I don't do that. They're like, ah, that's our guy. <laughs> I see how you would feel that way from the way that Vulcans are kind of shown in TNG and Voyager, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But mm-hmm. um, in TOS, Spock was actually like he would talk about how he didn't really have emotions, but then it was kind of a joke. Like, Kirk and Bones would always tease him about it. He actually smiled quite a few times in the show. And I'm not just talking about the first episode, like, mm-hmm. um, or the, the time that he got, like, infected by, by flower things. Spock is a lot more emotional than people think that he is for people who haven't watched TOS. Like, he makes snarky comments all the fucking time. He's a little <laughs> snide. He actually, like, he has a decent sense of humor. He just pretends he doesn't. Mm-hmm. So he it, um, burned Bones. In yeah. this movie. What'd you say? He burned the hell out of Bones in yeah. this movie. Like, <laughs> oh, that's pretty typical. Me, like, and um, you never cease to stop being irrelevant. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> People who don't watch TOS have a tendency to think that Bones is a racist towards him because he keeps calling him a green, a, a green, <laughs> green skin, ho- green blooded hobgoblin. Yeah. Um, but it's like, it, it's their weird friendship. Like, mm-hmm. they jibe at each other constantly. They like just snipe at each other over Kirk. It's really cute. I love cool. it. Yeah. Um, so, no, actually, Spock, Spock's, like, total lack of response to them is actually unusual. 
Oh, interesting. So, um, yeah, I this is the pop culture version of Spock as opposed to uh, real Spock. Just like the pop culture version of Kirk is like um, Zap Brannigan, but actual Kirk <laughs> like, is very different. <laughs> Zap um, so, yeah, oh, okay. So, yeah, I thought that was like him being base Vulcan, but this was him being Vulcan after that ceremony. After Colonar, got... yep. Yeah, because yeah, after he like touched. Uh, V'ger and like started acting all like smiley and stuff. It got really weird to me. I was like, did he get like infected? <laughs> did he that get... part where he's like holding hands with Kirk and he's like this simple feeling that Voyager V'ger will never understand. That's a pretty yeah. that's a pretty normal interaction between them actually. All right, cool. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it always weirded me. I'm like, all right, man. Like you had traumatic experience. I see, but mm. I get that. Um, I, I I watched another review that did say that um he had completed some kind of quest. That he was like, you know, started with in that ceremony, yeah, and that's why he was able to let go and be, I guess, what's normal Spock actually. Hmm. Yeah, because Colinar was about him totally purging his emotions, but then he couldn't because he had a feeling <laughs> that he just couldn't get rid of. <laughs> um, just a little lesson in uh, fandom for y'all: uh, if you ever read fan fiction and you see the word slash slash is referring to uh, two male or two female characters in a relationship, a homosexual relationship. Mm-hmm. And it comes from uh, the Star Trek fandom. Kirk and Spock was nice. a very popular pairing. And it was written first, uh, you would use like the and sign to be like a, a platonic relationship. And then the slash sign to be like a romantic relationship. And then it got shortened from oh. Kirk slash Spock to K slash S and then just slash and then slash came to mean like any gay relationship. Hmm. So, nice. I didn't know that. Cool. Star Trek. Uh, Mary Sue's also come from Star Trek. The term Mary mm-hmm. Sue. Because mm. so many people would write fan fiction where their character did all of the things and Kirk and Spock and Bones were in love with him, etc, etc, etc. Michael Burnham, unfortunately, after me stepping back <laughs> for, for a couple, like for at least the first season, she is a Mary Sue. I can't get around that one. That I one. haven't watched it. Can't commit. Yeah, yeah, she, I like, yeah, well, real quickly, like, I thought that, like, you know, Mary Sue's are perfect, and she is kind of perfect, but, you know, she eats shit in the first season because she fucked up really bad, so I figured, like, mm-hmm. that doesn't count, but all her fucking up really makes her into even, like, the cooler person that everyone feels cool. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> Michael Burnham, I have an iffy relationship with her. Speaking of, uh, that's- oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, speaking of Michael Burnham, um, and Sabrina not watching Discovery, Considering that's the next show that's going to be coming out, <laughs> we should probably catch you up so we can maybe talk about it on the podcast. Oh, yeah. we're definitely going Upward to talk inflection. about uh, Strange New Worlds. <laughs> and I'm very much hoping that with a title like Strange New Worlds, it actually ends up being like... Um, Exploring? Well, no. I'm, no, no, no. I'm talking about actually a Discovery Season three's coming out. That's the one that's oh. coming out before anything else. Oh, like, right, that right. was supposed to be out by the end of April, I thought. So that was the rumor, at least. So hmm. we should catch you up on Discovery so you can chat with us about all right, it. All right, all right. If you're cool okay. with that. <laughs> Way woot. I did, I did hear season two was a lot less traumatic. Season better. Well, the, the season two, and I, no spoilers, but the season two finale actually, I was kind of blown away by. I, and I'm I know very excited, <laughs> very excited about this next season. Like, I, 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 I will. I know but, what that spoiler is. Okay, okay. I'm not gonna, yeah. Trash. <laughs> but I'm so I thought, excited. I thought season two was freaking trash. <laughs> like, I was so mad, because I, I felt like, I know a lot of people were disappointed with season one, 
and like I thought it was iffy, but I thought it was a good solid start of something that could be fun. And then I just saw too much of like fan feedback in season yeah. two, and um, it got a little too like they did a little ripping off of the Orville, and I'm like, <laughs> uh, you had a thing of your own, and yeah, and then like they do dumb stuff at the end and things don't make sense pike is cool though. yeah honestly yeah. strange well, new world is going to be amazing like that i think the strange new world is world is going to be the closest to our episodic trek that we used to have um yeah like i i really do think that strange well, new worlds is going to be pretty amazing they said it was going to be episodic right oh uh, i think so i think they did say that yeah Back to the Twilight Zone. Oh, I'm so excited. And Pike's amazing. Like, uh, Rebecca Romaine, yeah. uh, Anson Mount. Um, uh, Anson. What's that? Anson. Anson. Oh. Did I? Oh, sorry. I thought I said that. Don't worry about it. Um, I literally only know his name. <laughs> um, and that after he showed up as Pike, like, I, I'm in a couple of different Star Trek groups, and one of them is, like, a, a, for a... No, I don't want to talk too much about it. Mm-hmm. I'm in a bunch of different Star Trek groups, and let me just say the thirst posting when Anson Mount showed up just like <laughs> ratcheted up. He is a beautiful, I beautiful man. Man crushing man. He's, he's <laughs> freaking cool. I style. saw this meme where it's like you know straight men when they see Anson Mount, and it's like you know a light going into a prism, <laughs> and then the pr- and then Anson Mount's the prism, and it, comes and out then the it other turns side, into a side. rainbow. Yep. <laughs> and I'm I saw like, that one. That is perfect because I mean, come on, like I'm a straight male and i anson mount is a beautiful man <laughs> he's a good looking guy i agree yeah i i was actually like the, the entire season i was waiting to find out but when do they ruin him <laughs> and like they keep not doing it and yeah. i was like but when do we find out he's really a bad guy yeah. no, no. no he's just cool no, pikes and, like, pikes the man season, like, holy cool well and that bridge they made for the enterprise is just, was, just yeah. uh that was like my i was thinking there's like um explosive feedback about pike like on a daily basis <laughs> on like the star trek groups and yep. then they put so much work into that set i was like there's no way they're not gonna like do something with that so here we are here we are um so i was so excited that it officially got announced finally i know we're supposed to talk about the motion picture but there's so much star trek world it all ties together and oh, yeah. one thing we're we're we yes. making our way through the planets of uh topics yes. in this solar system and we'll <laughs> We'll make our way back to Starbase and talk about the. And speaking of Pike, actually, the the actor that portrayed Pike in the um, Kelvin timeline actually loved too. Like that Pike was amazing. So I mean, the yeah. character Pike is, is like it's it's so it's so cool to see these different interpretations of Pike, but they're all really epic and amazing. And even the original, you know, the um the was it the Menagerie? I think it was the 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 pilot. I forget the name, but when Pike was the captain before yeah. Kirk came. Yeah. It'll be cool to see him have his own show. It is yeah. Oh my god. Okay, not to bring up memes, but um the, like it's uh it's a uh, Bill Paxson's birthday and you know, he passed away and stuff. Mm-hmm. And like I just found this picture, it's like a drawn picture of uh, a Terminator a predator and a xenomorph at his grave pouring out 40s and like putting their hand over their hearts like oh my god that is just my heart oh god that is beautiful (laughs) i love fandom absolutely on the one hand there's a lot of like really stupid shit that happens in fandom people accusing each other of dumb things whatever Mm -hmm. there's always going to be infighting but also there's a lot of things that happen there that just like make me feel better about humanity (laughs) in general like Supporting each other, yeah. um, doing stuff like that. that. That's so, so cute. 
I just yeah, not to get off too, not to get too further off topic, but like when it comes to like yeah, just wanting to talk about fandom like that, um, like the media has gone nuts about how toxic and evil the Star Wars fandom is. Oh, as usual, but, the media is just like uh, mm-hmm. repudiating the worst parts of it and ignoring the best. Yeah, and then like um, throughout this whole time, like I've been watching the fandom and like I saw Star Wars fandom has never been better, like. Mm-hmm. It's, it was incredible watching, like, like I even wondered if Disney did it on purpose sometimes, that the the, the further they trashed things and, and did things terrible in the movies, like, the more love grew for those things that we love. Like, I've never, Luke Skywalker has never been more loved than he is now. Yeah. I've never seen more um, groups or memes or videos about Star Wars, like, and once upon a time, like, uh, the Extended Universe books, mm-hmm. for us, it was, they're good. I liked them. They're yeah. fun. But, like, you know, people didn't, like, give a shit, it felt like. And now they're reading And now there's, like, yeah, now people, like, my, my, my friends, like, you know, maybe I those books or read now. And there's, like, groups that just, they're almost religiously in love with it. And, like, yeah, like, fandoms are freaking great. And Star Wars fandom has, I've never seen it become like this. Like, we've always been passionate, but kind of quietly. Mm-hmm. And now it's just, like, a symphony of love and creation and people making their short mm-hmm. movies and, and critique videos. Like, yeah. Uh, nice. Go Star Wars fandom. I've never seen this happen before. So it's kind of cool to see it happen now. Uh, although I will say that uh, one of the reasons you didn't see fandom in the 80s is just because uh, not internet. Oh, yeah. yeah. not yeah, Which is not a... to say they didn't exist because uh, I know at least in Star Trek they had uh, magazines that like fans would, would write stories in print and then they'd like mail out to each other. Cool. <laughs> it's freaking cute, dude. Yeah, finding, like, another Star Wars geek back in the 80s was, like, coming across <laughs> another Highlander immortal. It was kind of fun. How are all the Star Trek grandmas? <laughs> there can only be one! You get eye contact, you're like, <gasps> you can see me too? Yes, I can see you. <laughs> like, ah, yes. Dude, Highlander was amazing. Yes, I agree. <laughs> Do we even have a topic today? I Not don't really. know. It's like... uh, You want to talk about, what's your favorite scene in the motion picture? Um, I don't know the names of them, so the main theme I'm in love with because it crossed over into the TV show. Um, but yeah, the, the soundtrack is just freaking gorgeous. The first time you see the Enterprise it. and the, the theme comes on, uh, yeah. I cheered out loud. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, there are yeah, people yeah, making yeah, dinner yeah, yeah, in the kitchen, yeah. and then they like, they, they snap to that shot where you look at the front of the Enterprise and the, the music kicks in, and I go, oh my god, yeah! <laughs> it was so satisfying. Yeah. My favorite scene, you said scene or theme? I did say scene. Scene. But theme's okay. fine. My favorite scene is when they uh, when they rub the name V'ger and realize what it is. Yeah. Like that. He's like, wait a yeah. second. Yeah. And I mean, it's one of those things where when you, f- I remember when I was a kid, that's one, one scene that I actually do remember from when I was a kid. And uh, mm-hmm. it was one of those things where, you know, V'ger, V'ger, V'ger. And then they kind of unveil what it is and it's it's our probe and i'm like what and i mean i was a kid and i was just like <laughs> my brain exploded you know mm-hmm. um so every time i see that scene it just kind of reminds me of when i was a kid which is which is fun <laughs> i had to have that like explained to me and then still not totally get it <laughs> I, was, I was crazy young uh what and then Eventually, over time, I did get it, and like I freaking love it. And then I also have to have my he- my head cannon says, "No, it's one of the real Voyager probes, not <laughs> not Voyager this six. Imagine six. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm actually with you on that. Cause... Nope, you didn't say that. 
Um, you know, I was telling you about how I had erased the ending from my mind uh, several times. Uh, mm-hmm. Every single time I watched the motion picture, uh, it's when it gets to that bit and we see the real the the real Voyager. Uh, like it looks like one of our props, like in the middle of that like super sci fi. All of a sudden, there's just like our old school uh, Voyager probe. Every single time I see it, it rem- I remember the whole movie. I'm like, oh, yep, I've seen this. Because um, of that one moment is just so distinct when you see it like standing out amongst all the props that are like futuristic, and then all of a sudden there's this little shitty uh. tinfoil, <laughs> beautiful probe. Like, love I that. love it. I love I love the concept of like um, this vast like uh, machine civilization that just so beyond organics that like they don't recognize organics and then like they found our probe and for them it was like finding like a bird with a broken wing they're like oh my god look at this thing here we'll, we'll hook you up get you a normal like outer coating maybe some ai we'll fix you out buddy yeah the board the board will take care of you the board will take care of you and the little features <laughs> just like the little heart in the center <laughs> <laughs> just looking for its daddy mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I love uh, also that uh, Spock's just like, it's operating by radio. And somebody's like, radio? Who the fuck uses radio anymore? <laughs> <laughs> no wonder we couldn't respond. Radio? <laughs> What's that? Does it have lasers too? <laughs> 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 um, I was, I, I, it, it took Don't becoming a grown man to see all the uh, sexual overtones. I did not see them as a kid. And like when people make those jokes, I... Did I was like, would you shut up? But the, but no, the, that the sphincter orb is yeah. straight thing? up like, huh? The Vigor Decker thing. Which which sexual things are you referring to? Um, there's Vigor Decker. Um, and then there's also uh, like all the, the imagery of like the the orifice oh. like pulsing. Oh yeah, and I see. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and mm-hmm. uh, I, I I highly question though. I don't believe this one. Like a, a video was saying that. There's like a shot of Vigor that I, I post up online that they say it looks like a sideways vagina, which I don't believe that one. Uh, Sorry, guys. I don't know about that. Yeah, yeah. To me, I mean, it, it looks like a. It's clear at the attempt. end that they're doing the they're doing the do, but um, in, mm. in whatever weird way they can. <laughs> I do find it really weird that Decker's like obsessed with with V'ger just because she looks like. Yeah, he should be girlfriend. furious. Yeah, yeah. He like vaguely is at the beginning. He's like, "Well, I don't really feel comfortable." And then he's like, "You know what? You know what? She's still hot. I'll still do it." And we're like, "Wait, that's not." He he's like really into it. He's like, "I want to do it." And I'm like, "Uh, he's like, okay. is, is she fully functional?" That's which the question. Uh, <laughs> well, they 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 and someone so made a joke that like they hinted that she is fully functional by saying, "Yes, her eyes." Have moisture eyes shifting, like oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh God, why? Uh, it killed your girlfriend, dude. So like, thirsty. Stop it. <laughs> but also, like for me, uh, I was still diving to the question that. Well, no, okay. That, I guess I answered my own question right there. I was like, look, we also don't know if it has a soul. We we can't always assume just because an AI is acting like you know it's sentient doesn't mean it's sentient. But yes, thank you. If, mm-hmm. But uh, Spock was straight up able to sense it so mm-hmm. he it, that confirms your sentience anyway it still kills girlfriend stop it decker <laughs> chill out michael what's your favorite scene um well, of course i like the enterprise shots in the, in the beginning oh yeah um, i mean it's hard not to <laughs> yeah it's a given um i also don't mind the sparkly decker v'ger 
Eliocene or whatever at the end. Um, Love it. <laughs> I think it just made me really uncomfortable as a kid. Oh yeah, um, scared me as a kid. Uh, one of my other weird favorite scenes is seeing the the grumpy bearded McCoy at the beginning. Ah, uh, yeah, Disco McCoy. <laughs> <laughs> I just it's like everybody's favorite grumpy uncle, so I like that scene. They drafted me. Oh, yeah. Son I, of a bitch. I love Jim. McCoy, and it's funny too because they make fun of him uh, throughout TOS. They kind of like tease him about the fact that he hates uh, using the transporter. Yeah, uh, eh, eh, but then they like kill two people in the transporter right in front of us. So it's like, yeah, fair enough, dude. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. I wouldn't use it either. Like next. <laughs> uh, we better inform those people that their their people died in the line of duty. Like, uh. uh <laughs> and then Bones is like, I'm not doing it. Where's Tuvix at? <laughs> Also, yeah. Ouch. Test it on him. (laughs) It's a whole other podcast. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Was Janeway right? The episode. Yeah. Um. Absolutely. That that might be something we want to avoid doing. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Too much controversy. Uh, (laughs) Fun fact: Scotty is missing a finger. Yeah, he Mm -hmm. is. Yes. Is James Doohan. Do you want to tell the story, Michael? Do you know it? Nah, Jay? I don't know it well enough to tell it. I don't know. All right, why. Keith, do you know? Uh, no, I don't know why. You don't know why he's missing a finger? Well, I know that he was in the war. I don't know specifically yeah. his finger, though. He did lose it in the war. Okay, yes. yeah. Whoa, That's what I thought. Yeah, shit. he was. He, yeah. yeah, he was a soldier and a pretty James badass Doohan. one, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He actually, I think he deliberately avoided showing it in as many scenes as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, that he was missing a finger, but I mean, he is indeed for realsies because mm-hmm. he was a soldier. Yep. Yeah. What um, a badass! The original, the original Black Ranger also was missing a finger, but he's just bored hmm. about it. Yeah. I did not know that. Hmm. Um. Oh, and let me tell you a story about James Doohan. For a and second. the 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 best Pink Please Ranger do. is Kimberly, right? Keith, no, I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's not. We're not having I'm a sorry, Power Rangers man. discussion right now. You're only Jim trolling, Scott. Jay. I just had to pick on Keith. I'm sorry. I don't understand that, but I love one it. One that of the it best Pink Rangers, Keith, one of the greatest so. leaders of any of the shows. Okay, we Watch all. Time Force. We know, on this podcast, we only troll each other about Star Trek. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> sorry, Sabrina. <laughs> Um, okay, so fun story about James Doohan. Uh, he, he famously talked about a girl who came to see him at a con- she wrote him a fan letter that was very, um, sad and, uh, basically she was facing up with some issues, um, that some of us know about. She was thinking about, mm-hmm. you know, not being alive anymore. And, um, he wrote her back and he asked her to come see him at a convention so that they could talk face to face. And um, I believe he even paid for it, but I don't yeah. recall. Um, uh, and then for years, he would talk to her at all of the conventions that she attended, and she ended up becoming an engineer. Yeah. Well, he said wow. it's one of the best cool. things. He, yeah, he said it's the best thing he's done in his life. I mean, that's... It's the best thing he's He done saved life. someone's life, you know? And I mean, that... Like, he... James Doohan was such an amazing person. Just, just, just obviously playing Scotty, and then, you know, in the war, I mean... Just you look at him beyond Scotty and you look at the person and you just realize like, God, he was such a great person. Like, look at the stuff yep. that he did. He was such a genuine person. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It just, it makes your heart happy. And he even, even managed to preserve himself within a transporter loop for <laughs> decades until he came out of it. And I was like, what? Scotty? Yeah. That's right. What's happening, man? <laughs> 
I, I, I love that part where he uh <laughs> There's like this metaphor that like him and Jordy are talking about where they're like, ah, this old um, shuttle, man, no one's going to use this thing anymore. And like uh, Jordy's like, actually, no, like we, this one would probably still be in service. I was like, it kind of added to the fiction to me that like the, their ships are built mm-hmm. to last. So like you can have a hundred year old, like still exploring ship, which is nice. still kick ass technology. I'd like us anyway. to go back to building things yeah. to last. As long as it doesn't yeah. go do warp right 10 now. and turn them into lizards. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> listen okay those lizards are highly advanced Mm -hmm. uh (laughs) lizard populating a planet now (laughs) that should be a new series what happened to the janeway paris planet (laughs) true i don't i don't want to know either (laughs) well once we become a spacefaring uh uh civilization um uh, another favorite scene that I like uh, is is it was it was I, I hate they killed the girl but um the it was the way they shot that scene with like the the probe and like it's just gonna go whoa, 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 and that sound effect mm-hmm. um and then like the weird I don't know how they did it but everyone's moving very strangely like little like yes. too hyper fast and it's creepy and scary mm-hmm. and like diving in the front of it and like I think they <laughs> messed Spock with just the, smashes uh... it. I think they mess with the, the frame. Speed. Yeah, the, the frame, frame rate. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The way they do that just always creeps me <laughs> out. Like you, you've now encountered something beyond like human understanding, and this is like I don't know, just affects your entire world how you see it. Mm-hmm. Love that scene. It's kind of amazing yeah. what they could do pre digital. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, just the the what they were able to do te- with with the technology they had is still really impressive to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Going through my, my other notes, uh, I love Viger, uh because its shape is almost beyond imagination. Yeah, uh, like, like it has planets stored up. inside. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's all information yes. in theory, but like, uh, so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And like the core, like the the shape of it, like you can barely tell what the shape is. It's so freaking alien and out there. <laughs> love the music that happens while you're just flying through it and like uh, i was watching uh the nostalgia critic and like he just was screaming at the scene uh, because it was boring to him like you know all these like 15 minute long scenes of it just like just flying slowly through something and for me uh, it's just just once again visual bathwater, just going oh yes <laughs> so that's my feelings on feature nice. <laughs> Yeah, I guess like when it comes to these like uh, movie reviews, we should have like a format of like things that are going to hit, and then we can know like <laughs> when we're wrapping yeah. up. <laughs> That's a good call. Yeah. No. no well, I mean, so not to not to you know jump backwards, but uh, one thing that hasn't come up yet that I actually always find pretty cool is how the Klingons get just disintegrated. You know what I mean? Like they're I like we're Klingons, rush, fire everything. We're gonna kill everything, and then they're just like gone. <laughs> <laughs> like you're disintegrated. Bye bye. <laughs> yeah. like I don't have yeah. time. <laughs> <laughs> um, love the love the design mm-hmm. of those ships and like in close ups of the details. They just kind of slowly flow through space, and then like the uh, the torpedo launcher. 
has like uh, carbon scoring on it. It's like you know, it's a little scuffed because you know Klingons don't give a shit about uh, yeah. safety. <laughs> like yeah, whatever. <laughs> oh yeah, love the little mm-hmm. details. Mm-hmm. And miss this kind of science fiction. Even um, I to me this is when Star Trek's at its best when it's two thousand one and it's you know looking out into like the distant black and like you know you see something that you've never seen before yeah. and you deal with mm-hmm. that versus i think uh they made like good money on wrath of khan and now they've just been recycling the wrath of khan um Ugh. format way too yeah. much mm-hmm. yep even though i loved star trek beyond mm-hmm. um it's still crazy guy wants revenge destroy everything yep. like you know what's funny is okay. beyond was probably my least favorite of the new movies <laughs> what yeah. I'm believe it or not i was gonna say really love beyond i don't know about that but... yeah like yeah it was the to me it's the best of them hmm. yeah, yeah. Okay. Huh. <laughs> to each their own okay <laughs> yeah, uh, sorry right. i just have i just have such anger against uh, into darkness that i can't yeah like well my favorite still the first one this. that yeah. opening scene with like yeah. the just the the torpedo volleys and just all the carnage that happens. Oh, the Kelvin scene! Is oh amazing. my god! Like it just um, that whole movie. Like, hey, fuck your movie for making me cry in like the first ten minutes. Yeah. That's weird. yeah, I know. <laughs> and then Thor, come on! No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Skinny Thor. <laughs> Pre-Thor. He was the driving force behind trying to make yeah, the sequel. I know that didn't happen. It makes me sad. Um. Uh, I'm not surprised that it didn't happen because he became Thor in between the two movies. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, same with Chris Pine because he started being in the Wonder Woman movies. Yeah. They just like yeah. couldn't afford them yeah. anymore. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> we're, we're jumping around so much. It's so like this is such Who a cares? like a this this um, so yeah. Good. So uh, <laughs> I've always found it super funny that uh, do you guys see that movie that Chris Pine and Tom Hardy were in where they were like fighting over Reese Witherspoon? And yes. I was like, Picard and Kirk are fighting over a woman. <laughs> no, what movie uh, is this? it's called. This is oh war, yeah, this is war. Yeah, or this means war. Or it, like it was. It was originally advertised as like a like white spy versus black spy kind of thing, uh, with mm-hmm. two spies fucking each other. But it's really just two dudes who are buddies who are spies fall for the same girl, and then they fight over her. But. It's typical, like, romantic comedy where if you look too deep at it, you're like, hold on, everybody in this movie is sketchy as yeah. heck. You know, because they're, they're both lying to yeah. her and using their spy powers to, like, trick each other up yeah. and spying on each other and spying on her. And meanwhile, she's talking to her best friend and, who's married and her best friend is like, bang, both of them for me, honey. <laughs> and it's, uh, Yeah. I hate it's, romantic Yeah, it's comedies, definitely. I know. I understand it is a format. It's definitely cringeworthy, get... but it's, uh. Um, but I can't. I couldn't help. I was like, "Oh, I'm totally going to see this in the yeah, theater like, because my my captains are in it." So it is what it is. Yeah, <laughs> it's dorky and funny if you don't look at it too yeah. deeply. What most romantic comedies are it's for? Just, uh, and then Tom Hardy goes on to play Bane, and <laughs> then Chris Pine goes on to you know, it's just crazy. Like they're all. Hmm. I love how Star Trek has because Star Trek kind of created like well, Star Trek's created. Um, careers for a lot of people you know what i mean like it just yeah. it it just goes to show you how amazing the fandom and the just what star trek is can be you know i'll take your word <laughs> <laughs> um speaking of star trek uh and its world building um or uh, 
I'm not I'm not to cut you off. You just, no, no, still need no, to you're good. Finish up yeah. what you. Okay, yeah, sorry. My, I don't mean to jump. Whatever, in. Keith. I just want to talk. Oh my god, talk. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Just saying, just saying. Um, I like the world building that they threw away right away, but um, I always like the idea of like the stages of getting into space so that um like i love the idea where you're not supposed to go and warp while you're still in the solar system mm-hmm. because yeah it's it's littered with asteroids and planets and moons and stuff and that they ran into a problem right away that was kind of cool to me but then like by the end of the movie they're like all right let's see what's out there and they just jump to warp and then they throw it away right away <laughs> and even in like the like the fourth one they like go to warp in atmosphere like ah I thought we were doing a thing, guys. In atmosphere? You're trying to kill everyone? What's going on? (laughs) Didn't you read the manual? Yeah. (laughs) That was supposed to be in Star Wars 2. You can't do hyperspace with it near gravity wells, but light skipping. (laughs) Stick to world building, people. Yes, yes, please. Thank you. Um, My poor poor Discord. I was like, you guys... um, you don't want me to run a Star Trek game because if I run a Star Trek game, I will get on your back about all the little things that, like, even the show doesn't necessarily think are that important. <laughs> yes. Like, if you're not wearing your uniform, you're in trouble. I I'm just I chimed saying. in. You have to wear it. I chimed in. The I was like, I'm so excited for this. I mean, for the counselor, I can see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because Jay likes it when I play. Yeah, because <laughs> she's right. <laughs> yes, she. Well, is. Don't, well, don't say that much. Out. Then I'm going to get a big head and I'm going to start bullying everyone. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait you just said you wanted that mm-hmm. wait, <laughs> for star trek yeah da, 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 da. <laughs> um this is i would all say the it is interesting that they went this route like um there was star wars that made them go holy shit we can do that but then i wonder why did they decide to go 2001 route instead yeah. of um, I would say making. I would say that the 2001 yeah. route is closer to TOS's essence than the Star Wars route. Yeah. So I, I keep on hearing TOS is um, philosophical. Like is, is oh okay because I've heard it described as wagon. Like I forget the TOS. Oh um, uh, yeah yeah yeah. So <laughs> Firefly did not do the Western in space first. Uh, Star Trek did the Western in space first. Literally, McCoy is. DeForest Kelly was like a Western actor. Um, So it is very much that kind of um, we're alone out here this far into the reaches and there's nobody around to help us kind of uh, like Wild West thing. But it doesn't have that like it's all about uh, space cowboys. The cowboys. um, Okay. Part. Mostly. I mean, it depends on the episode. Again, TUS had a really. Uh, low budget, so a lot of its episodes are written based on like kind of what else was filming, what sets they could steal, uh, what costumes they could <laughs> mm-hmm. steal. Um, so there are some episodes that are straight up like that, but in general, it's a lot more philosophical than what people expect. I think that's one of cool. the reasons they don't like TOS. The other one is because you know <laughs> the sets are really old and janky, and uh, <laughs> they were they were very cheaply made even at the time because they had such a small budget. So. Uh, if, if for me, if they can treat it seriously, then that wins me over. Well, maybe we should do a watch then. <laughs> what I are we gonna watch? Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Oh, you know, we don't yep. have to watch all the episodes. We can skip some if you want. I mean, <laughs> some of them are bad. Yeah, just like any other. So fun fact: you know, episodes. you can stream Amazon Prime TV shows and stuff on Twitch now, right? So we can do a I, TOS. TOS I is can. on it, and we can do a TOS watch through on Twitch. How cool is that? 
Um, Ooh. we could if I had Amazon I Prime. I have Amazon Prime. Your Amazon we Prime all... is attached to your Twitch. Uh, oh yeah, oh, okay, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. That, but you know what I'm saying? Like we could do. We'll do like a multi. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll like. Yeah. Yeah. You'd be tweeting yeah, yeah, on a watch yeah, party. Yeah, we'll yeah exactly. Watch okay, okay. We can. You guys want to watch TV? Let's do it. I'm down. I've been looking for an excuse to, like, hang out and just watch TV and Twitch. (laughs) Uh, Well, if we do that, I mean, we might as well invite everybody. We can just set it up. Oh, hell yeah. Let's do it. Word. Y'all, if you haven't joined our Discord yet, uh, bother Michael to get the link to our Discord so you can join our Discord so you can watch two episodes. Let's do it. (laughs) Yes. Watch parties are the best. That's one thing that I'll, I'll admit. This is going outside of Star Trek. I apologize all. But this uh, server, Discord server I belong to, Sabrina belongs to it too. Um, we do watch parties. Like, it's funny because usually Sunday nights we'll have like an anime watch party where we just watch. He says we do watch cool. parties, but I'm not at any of those because they're all in the middle of the <laughs> night and I actually go to sleep yeah, at a normal I don't. hour. So like me and Erica and Jessa and everyone, we just kind of hang out and watch anime and just kind of chat and it's funny because it's a real cool like way to end the week because this like you know again we've been having like crazy weeks so and on sunday nights we we hop on the discord and we just watch anime we have a watch party together and we just talk or cry or <laughs> you know whatever yeah <laughs> sometimes you yeah. need to cry and it's it's it's, it's, it's kind of like um it's funny how important the like watch parties and the the gatherings on discord or on just zoom or whatever have become you know what i mean yeah, oh, yeah, I really can't imagine what it was like during the Spanish flu when they had to shut shut yeah. everything up in the uh, 1918s, almost uh, exactly 100 years ago, mm-hmm. um, because they couldn't have done what we're doing. I know. Uh, yeah. They couldn't keep socializing online and stuff. So mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah, with like the dial up connection, just like really slow. The, you said the dial up connection. Didn't have broadband back then. What did they have? 56K? Jesus. Uh, I couldn't have made it back then. <laughs> yeah. My mom says 56k is not a real thing. It's not a real thing. Man, I do not miss the internet dial tone. That was painful. Uh, tell me about it. Oh, AOL. <laughs> I'm sure I still have... And then somebody would call us and it would hang up. <laughs> you know, I, I'm sure I still have one of those old so, AOL discs somewhere, like in my garage somewhere. Oh, yeah, God, yeah. I know. I would have... <laughs> so, in essence... Despite us giving us shit for years, it turns out we all kind of like the Absolutely. Oh, oh, yeah. Hell Absolutely. yeah. Yep. Um, bring back boring science fiction. I want to freaking just sit there, be okay, get my mind blown by the grandeur of the freaking universe. Yeah. Don't call it boring. Like <laughs> <laughs> I will call it boring. How about meditative? Yeah. I, I like to... It, to me, it's making fun of what people call it. Mm. And then... Owning it as a good thing. Gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. More boring yeah, sci-fi. It's definitely More medita- boring sci-fi. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Give me some, yeah, like uh, Arrival, good boring sci-fi. With, uh, what's his name? A, with her? Oh. Uh, she, she's in s- something else that... I was, she, she talks to aliens uh, through a wall. Oh, never mind. Not, not Charlie Sheen. I was thinking the Charlie Arrival. Sheen one. What? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what are you talking about? Wait. So you guys know, wait, do, which arrival do you guys know about? The Charlie Sheen one. Um, Not the no, Amy Adams? No, I, I know about the Amy Adams one. Amy Adams, one. this one I'm, I'm okay. familiar with. Okay. But you don't know Charlie the Charlie Sheen, Sheen one? Mm-hmm. No. I don't know yeah. the Charlie Sheen one. I, I don't remember like, too many of the details, but it's like, uh, he's regular guy running around, waving his arms, and, ah, 
<laughs> and there's like aliens huh. and stuff. Uh-huh. That's a, that's essentially uh, it. Mm. Oh, right. the Amy Adams. I'm so sorry. Yeah, that one was amazing. <laughs> yeah, the arrival with Amy Adams. If you haven't seen it and you want some yeah. meditative Ugh. sci-fi, I highly recommend. So good. Um, it's a little complex for some people. Um, the funniest moment I ever had uh, working at AMC. I was a manager at the movie theater when Arrival came mm-hmm. out. Or a supervisor mm-hmm. or something. And a lady asked me about the movie after she had seen it. Because evidently her and the people in the uh, audience didn't understand what was happening. So I explained the whole concept to her. And at the end she goes, you should be a scientist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you. Yeah. Um, uh, Arrival is wonderful also because it mixes two of my favorite um, theories. Uh, one of which is the lingual sure. theory. It's not really a theory. It's pretty much like, you know, like the theory of gravity. Like we still call it a theory because there's no way to disprove it. But like, it, mm, we're pretty sure it's right. Um, there's a theory about linguistics where the language that you speak will affect the way that you think. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Oh, yeah. um, I know personally that it's true because I definitely think differently when I'm uh, in English than in French. But like, you can see people's behaviors change uh, when they swap languages. Anyway, so it combines that. With a different theory that human beings experience time linearly because there's no other way for us to comprehend it, but it's actually all happening simultaneously. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've said um, this so many times. So if you like those two theories and you want to see them combined, go watch Arrival. I'm not going to talk any more about it because it might be spoilers. But it's a great, it's, it's a great yeah, movie, it, actually. It blows yeah, your mind. It's a it's great awesome. movie. Yeah, like you can you you can dive so deep into it. I won't give anything away except for that nothing even the plot. But if you pay attention to like I think the lighting itself. You can tell where you are in time, and there's something that people get confused about in the end. And there's like lighting that proves something. Anyway, <laughs> no spoilers. Okay. No spoilers. You gotta, you yeah. gotta, you're gonna tell me this after the thing, so I can know what you're talking about. But yeah, it's a, it's gotcha. a, it's an excellent movie if you like meditative sci-fi. I highly yeah. recommend it. Great movie. And free body problem. If you want to <laughs> like science fiction, that um can help you think differently. Like the, the coolest thing about it that uh, people loved is that uh, Chinese folk do write their fiction differently. And there's yeah, like, that's part of that language thing. I was mm, just talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I'll just say like uh, it, over there, like their writing hits these multidimensional layered levels that we don't get in our language. But um, since the person who translated was also Chinese himself, uh, he was able to write it in a way that you get to experience the multi-dimensional layers of that kind of writing. Oh, it was wow. like, <gasps> it, it was so fucking good. <laughs> like, wow. I didn't, I've never seen fiction do that before. So yeah, different languages, different ways of thinking. It's a lot of fun mm-hmm. to do, uh, dive into. Wow. We've really went what, everywhere think? on this podcast, haven't we? <laughs> right. We even talked about Charlie <laughs> Sheen briefly. Well, Sci-fi it's funny when you, <laughs> it's funny when you bring up Charlie Sheen. Like the only movie that I ever really, really just am like Charlie Sheen was The Wraith. Who remembers that from the eighties? That Ooh, yeah, oh, yeah. man, that's such a good movie. The The Crow before yeah, the Crow. Uh, so, was I mean, the crow. it's it's just funny. Like Charlie Sheen has kind of become one of those actors or men or people that I don't really care that much for anymore. You know what mm, I mean? But. Yeah. uh Mm-hmm. That movie back in the eighties. I mean, I can only see the him as the actor. Is such such a cool cult movie. Like it's so good. Anyway, it's a cult classic. Everyone should see it if you um, haven't seen it. Charlie Sheen's fun, yeah. but he just can't compare to Michael Sheen. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> since I, I grew up in the eighties, me and Charlie Sheen are like this. Um, I don't know about his yeah. private life, man. I 
that's that's his, that's his business. But for me, he was like Young Guns and all these other yep. just wacky movies that didn't work. And mm. I, had I love that. Yeah, absolutely. Sorry, I just really love uh, his dad because um, his turn in Mass Effect like <laughs> is amazing. Yeah. Oh yeah! Literally, I have not hated a single character more than I hated that mm. one. The elusive yeah, man the, the, that speech he gives at the end of Mass Effect Three. The first time I played it, I was so mad that like one of my friends sat next to me and touched my leg and I like jerked, and he was like, "Oops, sorry." <laughs> um, <laughs> fuck this guy. Yeah, seriously, uh, I hate that's him so great. Much. Which is just excellent acting. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, too funny. Final words about the uh, the movie. Which movie again? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> the motion picture. Star Trek The Motion Picture. Yeah. The horribly it's, named. It's it's definitely a long TOS was, episode, was, but if you like long TOS episodes and you like looking at eighties style animation, um like science special effects, I recommend well, it. I think it's Well it's, it's one fun. of those movies you yes. like I think everyone should see. Honestly. It's I mean it's once. you you gotta see it at least once. Like it it has a different connection to everyone or for everyone. There's a different connection to it for everyone. Um, even if you're not a Star Trek fan, as far as like the original series, um, it lit, it started the Star Trek movies universe. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's the beginning, and it, it's a great movie. It, I just I think everyone should should yeah. see it. Yeah, amazing visuals, amazing soundtrack. Mm-hmm. I think you should see it. Yeah, definitely. absolutely. Yeah, amazing visuals, soundtrack, uh, gigantic freaking ideas that expand your mind. And Actual models. And you never Actual hear models from of yeah. ships that are beautiful. And small. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the, one of the best enterprises that doesn't actually get to do mm-hmm. enough. Mm-hmm. And some interesting philosophical questions Absolutely. as well. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, written by the guy who wrote Splinter of Mind's Eye, the uh, the first Star Wars novel that was going to be the sequel to Star Wars, but then they're like, nah, we'll do something else instead. Hmm. So, written by that guy, mm. Alan Dean Foster. Good to know. Very cool. Directed by the guy who directed uh, The Day the Earth Stood Still and The Sound of Music. <laughs> Very <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, the guy who directed Sound of Music did this movie. So, that's crazy. So. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I do not know. Yeah, that. I know this, range. that I keep jumping everywhere, and I'm sorry. <laughs> just my my brain. I don't know why you keep crazy. apologizing. Jump around, but if we're, we're can, can I? All right. Speaking of directors and writers and stuff, so the I work for an ad agency in San Francisco, and they've been around for a long time, and they're they're like a, a big deal. And uh, does anyone remember the Got Milk commercial where it's Aaron Burr, the oh, Aaron sure. Burr Got Milk, <clears throat> where he eats a cookie, and then a radio station calls him, and he's like, "Hey, you know who shot?" Alexander and he eats yeah. cookies like Aaron Byrne. They're like, we can't understand you. And he goes, hold on, hold on, let me get milk. And he pours milk and there isn't enough milk. So he yep. can't answer the question. But he's like this historian of Aaron Burr and Alexander Hamilton. It's a whole thing, right? It's one of the most famous commercials that's like ever been made. That commercial, I just found out because I watched my bosses. Yeah. They made a masterclass on the masterclass, you know, thing. And I watched it and I didn't realize mm-hmm. that commercial was directed by Michael Bay. <laughs> Really? <laughs> oh, so cool. I was like, "Wait, what?" what? <laughs> the, the cookies in that man's mouth look painful. Yeah, directed, directed by directed Michael Bay, and I was like, "Michael mouth. Bay directed that commercial?" And that was like in the '80s, I think. It's like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, directing commercials oh, yeah. 
is uh, a good way to get into film directing because it proves it, it it proves that you have the capacity to run a set without them paying for more than like one or two mm-hmm. days of you running the set so that you can prove that you can do it before they give you like a six month project. <laughs> Which is funny. I told my wife that he directed and she goes, where are the explosions? <laughs> um, one of the people that I really like on YouTube that like does uh, video essays did a whole thing on Michael Bay and Transformers and basically at the end she was like I'm pretty sure he knows and he deliberately makes these movies like this because he's like I don't care they make money pretty much yeah <laughs> mm, yeah I have fun with I I I have actually actively liked him until the latest like the the first I feel like the first Transformers movie is legit it's amazing I think yeah. it's legit good mm-hmm. uh then this man, more and more, you could tell he stopped giving a shit. <laughs> it was a cash cow. Almost off- to, to offensive yeah. degrees. It was a cash cow. Even though I will admit Bumblebee was a really sweet, really cool movie. Was it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was solid. I liked and it. And I love Haley Steinfeld. So I'm like, yep, yeah, I'm in. <laughs> I'm a fan. She's pretty great. Wow, we have really jumped oh, around. I'm oh, sorry, right. everyone. I think we've covered the gamut. <laughs> Stop apologizing. <laughs> And you at home, also, um, if you're constantly apologizing for stuff that's not making anybody sad, uh, stop it. Enough. Right. Be nice to yourself. The, the last thing I have on the movie to say is that uh, V'ger is supposed to be A2 AUs wide, and that's bigger than our entire solar system. <laughs> well, I mean, so how else are you going to fit all those imaginary it. planets inside mm-hmm. it, huh? <laughs> um, I, I, uh, there's, there's another part of the fiction that I ignore. Um, <laughs> But those aren't planets inside. They're not. Just they're just images. But I, <laughs> in my headcanon, yeah, they're actual planets. It's so huge that it houses like planets just orbiting inside it. So that's what I believe. But in the fiction, like he does say, oh, it's projecting images and stuff. I'm like, must not shop. It's projecting data. No, Spock, why do you lie to me? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. It's those are actual planets. Stop, stop saying that. Like, yeah. <laughs> My little fan head edit <laughs> of the movie. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. Yeah. Well, I think yeah, we're good yeah. for today, then. Yeah. <laughs> the motion Indeed. picture. We Great do movie. not apologize for talking about all of the things. <laughs> right, Jay? I'm sorry, what was that? We do not apologize for talking no, about all the no, things. No, not apologizing. Exactly. Nope. We, You're right. We do not. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, do we, do we want to close up by giving our listeners recommendations? Oh, sure. Yeah, why not? Cool. I recommend Arrival. Um, I'll go, go you. <laughs> I recommend Arrival. Yeah, go absolutely. watch Arrival. <laughs> Bye. Next. I recommend uh, Earth Defense Force if you want some straightforward monster fighting action. Three Body Problem if you want the new height of science fiction itself. <laughs> uh, I recommend Death Coming if you want to play a cute little game where you kill people. And also, after you see The Arrival with Amy Adams, see The Arrival with Charlie Sheen. It's a, it's a, it's a, uh, you know, it's funny. I gotta actually check that. No, out. no, it's not. Yeah, I gotta I check that one out. It. I'm sure I've seen it because yeah. it's cheesy good fun. Yeah. <clears throat> I recommend The Expanse if anyone's looking for good sci-fi. I love The Expanse. It's on oh, Amazon yes. and it's a very, very mm-hmm. solid sci-fi, <clears throat> and it's grounded in and, humanity, and like in Earth and Mars and you know the belt. But it's it's yeah, it's it's grounded in in Earthlings. You know what I mean? Not necessarily. Yeah, grounded. It's it's very. It, it yes. takes place within the solar system, yeah. which is super. And it's, rare. And it's actually, and it's a great, and it, um, and like expose on humanity. Like honestly, I mean, just it 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 speaks to 
gender and to social status and to uh, race and religion. And I mean, there's all this stuff. It, it's actually a really great And to show. colonialism. And Melinda was the original captain of the Starship. Yeah, I was going to say, and if you don't show. remember, Melinda was involved also. So. <laughs> and, um, She's the original captain of the Starship. I know. That was such a cool, that was such a cool interview we did. I still, I still yeah. bragging about it. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> Cannot wait to talk to her again. She's awesome. Yeah, we're BFFs now. <laughs> yep. Mm. Uh, yep. Family. Oh, she's role playing again, which I'm very happy. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Right. Okay. So those are our recommendations. Uh, I. I. You're like the expanse is great because it it deals also with like, um, England and its colonies, America. And then America separating, and them hating each other, and then in the middle, the people who are like, uh, we're getting crushed mm-hmm. here. That's kind of reflective yeah. of that colonial era. Absolutely. Um, yeah. yeah absolutely. Good hero ship, but um, I still say that Stargate runs circles <laughs> around That's fair. Expanse. Uh, I mean, Stargate Atlantis is my favorite show, so I can't be... Impartial. I have. <laughs> I, I need to revisit Star Stargate. I've I've watched them like over the years, but I need to revisit them because I I don't remember the chronological order of things now. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it is the other Star Trek, and okay. I can't recommend it highly enough. <laughs> like, if you want to have more Star Trek besides Yorville, uh, you there's the Yorville plug. I was wondering when it was gonna. I was wondering when it was gonna drop episode, that. Don't you? <laughs> every freaking time. The world needs snow. And everyone, make sure that you join our Discord so you can hang out with us when we do watch parties. Because we're going to do that. I'm going to make that a thing. We're going to do that. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to making all y'all 2 us fans. (laughs) Yeah. I will do it. It's going to happen somehow. Uh, Okay. Uh, as always, you can also find us at Four Hosts on Twitter or thereareforhosts.com or please come find us at popgeeks.com. Um, I think we have an easier URL for that. It's uh, fourhosts.popgeeks.com. Excellent. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's it for me. If you guys have anything else you want to say before Keith closes us out. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone. And thank you very much for, uh, for hanging out with us again. Take care yeah. of yourself. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yep, thanks for geeking with us. And remember, everyone, keep. Hold on. Up. Did I cut Michael Take off? Care. I felt like he was going to say something. I'm sorry. I was going to okay. say, keep <laughs> looking up. No. <laughs> yes. Take it from him. Bye. Well, still, keep like, looking up. Well said. <laughs> All, right. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye. Later. <laughs>